Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome and thanks for hanging out with us. Today, we're chatting with someone at the top of their category, an elite entrepreneur. We're going to talk about nailing an interview with Danielle Grossman. Now, today, the media landscape is so very different from years ago. You know, today, just about everyone, and that means you too can be a mini celebrity in a way, set up an interview in no time and broadcast it to their social media audience. No doubt you've seen and watched many of these. And you probably have your favorites that you like to listen and watch all the time, like my show, and I thank you. But when you do it yourself, there are some pointers that can help take your video or podcast to an exceptional level. And no doubt, you're probably being interviewed on more and more platforms to help increase your notoriety. So what does it take to make a good interview? How can you be your best so as to help obtain maximum exposure for your interview? We want to help you and your friends turn your vision into reality, and we want to help you make the best interviews you can. Meet Danielle Grossman. She's a broadcast journalist for over a decade, working for NBC affiliates across the nation, and currently is a CNN journalist. I think that says it all. Now let's get into this. Hi, Danielle. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Hey, Tony. How's it going? It's going great. I am so glad to have you on with us today. We're all looking forward to learning more about nailing an interview. And some of us, even if we've been doing this for a while, there's still more to learn. And I want to improve my own game on this and and really up-level, as you, as you may say. But before we get into all of that nitty-gritty, I'd like to know, how did it all start for you, Danielle? What's your backstory? Yeah, so Tony, I always had a passion for broadcasting, journalism. I was always a curious child. So of course, by nature, when I went into college, I started studying journalism and broadcast journalism, and I was always a great performer as well. So this was a great medium for me because I had the opportunity to not only find answers, ask questions, but I also had an opportunity to present those answers and find the questions on national television and local television. So I started my career in Rapid City, South Dakota, right out of college. And like a lot of people say, you know, beginning of a career, you're paying your dues. So I definitely did that for a year or two, made my way to Louisiana. And every two years in broadcast news, you have to travel, pick up your life, started a new TV station. So it's a lot of sacrifice, but I learned a lot along the way. I made my way across the country, was in Louisiana for quite a few years, then Ohio, and now I'm currently in Florida. I've lived there. It's a beautiful state or country, depending on your point of view. (laughs) Yeah, it's wonderful. Danielle, you did it so fast. It's rare that a person wants to be something and then actually goes along that road and actually does what he or she intended to do it. Most people, they see opportunities, but you really wanted to be a journalist. I like to drill this down a little bit more and take a closer look at perhaps That vision, what did you see yourself on CNN News or the NBC, CBS of the day? Where where did you think you were going when you you started down that venture? And that's a good point, Tony. You know, a lot of people have a degree in something and they very rarely follow that through. 
either it just doesn't work out for them. You know, it's a very difficult process, but once you dive into it, you kind of keep going and keep the ball rolling and you can't picture yourself doing anything else. Now I was in journalism for 11 years on camera and I most recently took a step behind the camera to focus on helping other people excel at interviews like we're talking about today and kind of put their best feet first and kind of excel their business and their brand and things like that. But I always wanted to be a journalist. So I just kind of dove in, you know, I took my first job offer ever out of college, which was in rural South Dakota, Rapid City. And I've never thought in my life that I would move there because I'm a Philly girl, but I did and carried that camera through the snow, did everything, went ice fishing. And I told some amazing stories about some amazing people, the Native American culture there. It was truly like a paid master's program. That's how I looked at it. And after that, it's just one after another. I just wanted to grow and keep getting better. And eventually, obviously, I wanted to be on the Today Show or a national correspondent. But those roles are really difficult. People have to realize you have to give up a lot. You have to give up family and you know comfort, a schedule. And so I realized at a certain point in my life, that wasn't the direction I wanted to go. And I did give it my all. I was on the Today Show and I covered the tornadoes in Ohio about two years ago. So I had my opportunity to be on national television, which was fantastic. And so check that off my list. And I was like, you know what? Let's try to dive into a different field. And that's exactly what I did. And I have never been happier. Quite an impressive story. And Danielle, why did you want to do it? You could do just about anything that you set your mind out to. Of course, you set your mind on this. What's the purpose behind that? For journalism? Yes. Like, why do you get out of bed every day to do that? Yes, exactly. So I, not only do I work at CNN News Source, but I'm also a publicist and a media consultant. So I help people in so many different ways. I meet so many amazing entrepreneurs and business people, and I try to get them to the next level with the expertise that I've gained over the course of my tenure as a journalist, which is fantastic because I have an insight from the other side. I know exactly what journalists are looking for. And I find fulfillment when I help them achieve an interview with Fox News or CBS or NBC or any online publication. And I find that my expertise and my guidance to help them really nail the interview, get a great article written about them. It really makes me feel like I'm doing something good. And it helps them, of course, take their business to the next level. So it's a win-win on both sides. And I get to do it and also spend time with my family and, you know, work a normal schedule instead of crazy hours. Because for a long time, I was getting up at two in the morning and it doesn't sound appetizing right now for me, honestly. <laughs> Danielle, I must say, you make it sound so easy to do. We're talking about nailing an interview with Danielle Grossman. And you can find her at DanielleGrossman.com. I'll spell that D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-G-R-O-S-S-M-A-N, DanielleGrossman.com. Danielle, let's get into your vision path here and let's talk about interviewing. As mentioned, we are on different platforms these days and we have the opportunity to be interviewed. We have the opportunity to do it ourselves. So perhaps in no particular order, let's talk about, first of all, the equipment, which I think is very important. There's audio equipment, there's video equipment. What do you believe we need to do to look and do our best? Now, you know, Tony, in the era of COVID, a lot of uh, our interviews, a lot of our work, everything is online, Zoom, Google Meet, whatever it may be. So it's so incredibly crucial for anyone, business owner, entrepreneur, to invest in some nice equipment. Now, it doesn't have to be super expensive. This is 
We have all of these accessible things on our internet, like Amazon. You can get a microphone that is affordable, but also has great quality that plugs right into your computer. If you're doing a lot of interviews via social media or Zoom, it's important to get a lavalier. It clips onto your shirt or jacket. It also looks great. Or you can have a microphone like this, which is a podcasting microphone, but of course, a lot more expensive, Tony, as you know. So it's good to invest in a nice microphone because that microphone on your computer just doesn't do justice, unfortunately. So if you know you're going to be doing that eventually, it's important to do it. And most likely you are because we're in the era of digital technology. The next thing you definitely need to invest in is lighting. So I always tell people the next best thing, if you can't get a light, is to position yourself in front of a window and have the light facing you. So you are in the best light possible. There's no backlighting and you look fantastic. But again, you should definitely invest in a light like a ring light, which you can get online anywhere these days because everyone's on the internet, podcasting, TikTok, whatever it may be. And those ring lights are definitely affordable. You can get little ones that clip onto your computer, which are fine, or the big ones that make your face light up a room. So that those are two pieces of technology I would tell every entrepreneur and business person if they are entering the social media space, marketing, whatever it may be, and they are doing interviews, especially with media. And if it's on air, you need to look your best. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with you on that. The microphone is key. Before I ever did my first interview, I made sure that I had a microphone because I knew the difference. And also on camera, today the computers have changed, they've improved, but a good camera is very important, especially a high quality, like a 1080p or so, especially if you're going to do a lot. And especially if you podcast for you podcasters out there, that camera is separate while, while the computer or your laptop camera can be good for doing that offhand interview on you. If you're going to interview people, invest in a good camera as well. Just as Danielle said, very, very important. Your shows, your interviews on you or that you do on someone else, they're perennial. They're evergreen. They're there forever. So exactly. it's worth a little bit of work to make it really, to make it stand the test of time, huh? Exactly. And they can be refurbished and used down the road. So you want to make sure the quality is great. And especially if it ends up being a fantastic interview, Tony, you don't want that to go to waste because you have bad video quality or a bad Wi-Fi connection. So those are things to always remember when you are doing those online. Now let's talk about dressing up for the interview. We're on Zoom calls and we may have that opportunity to go in person. So let's talk about dressing for in-person as opposed to an online call. So if you're in person, my recommendation from head to toe, obviously you should be wearing whatever caters to your genre. So say you're a chef and you're going on for an interview on a local TV station, you can, yes, wear an apron and that is totally acceptable. But if you're an entrepreneur or business person, wear a tie. You don't have to wear a tie, but at least look presentable. We don't want you rolling out of bed in pajamas for an interview on TV. And I think that's a given. A lot of people wouldn't do that. But for Zoom, a lot of people have questions. They're like, what should I wear? And what's what's acceptable? What's not acceptable? You have to make sure that you don't have any graphics on your shirts because from a journalist's point of view, not only is it distracting to me, it's distracting to the viewer, especially if there's a saying or if there's a logo that maybe it doesn't stand for what you stand for. You don't want that coming across in a way that you're not happy with. So it's better to just go with jewel tones, which are great for television if you are on television you're doing a social media interview or a Zoom interview, 
those solid colors are always great to wear. You don't have to wear a tie uh, unless it's one of those legal interviews or you're on a national television show. So you can be a little more laid back like you're doing right now, Tony. You're wearing a polo, which is fantastic. As for women, we also have to be careful about our ladies. We want to cover them up. You know, you don't want to be too scandalous and we want to be professional and show ourselves in the best light we can. So those are important. Also, when it comes to jewelry, jewelry for women, excuse me, you don't want to be too flashy. You want to keep it simple as well because we don't want distractions and you want to pay attention and you want the interviewer and the interviewee to pay attention to what's important here, which is of course the questions and the answers. This is the Tony D'Urso show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about nailing an interview with Danielle Grossman. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, finding the right underwear is a task. There's always a problem with constant adjusting and discomfort for most underwear companies. Until I discovered Tommy John's hammock pouch underwear, That's T-O-M-M-Y-J-O-H-N. Now, when you're wearing Tommy John's hammock pouch underwear, you're that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. With dozens of comfort innovations, once you've tried Tommy John underwear, you're never going back. Innovations like an air mesh interior hammock and moisture wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. Plus, the legs never ride up. And Tommy John underwear comes with a non-rolling waistband for the perfect fit. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. Fanatics that call Tommy John's hammock pouch one of life's greatest inventions. With over 17 million pairs sold, men across America love their Tommy John underwear. Guys, let me be clear. This is my favorite pair of underwear as I don't have to constantly adjust myself and it keeps all my personals in place. You know how embarrassing it can be when you need to adjust yourself in public. I love my Tommy John's hammock pouch because I actually forget that I even have them on all day long. That's how comfortable they are. You should get Tommy John too. And shipping and returns are free because every pair is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So let's do this. Get 20% off your first order right now at tommyjohn.com slash D-U-R-S-O. Go to tommyjohn.com slash D-U-R-S-O today for 20% off. tommyjohn.com slash D-U-R-S-O. See site for details. And that's T-O-M-M-Y-J-O-H-N.com slash D-U-R-S-O. Try it today and tell me how you like it. tommyjohn.com slash D-U-R-S-O. All you brave entrepreneurs, as you know, fortune favors the bold, the strong, the brave, or your business or anyone's business to break out of anything holding you back. You need real checking as brave as you are. Introducing Novo Business Checking for all you brave entrepreneurs and listeners. That's N-O-V-O. Check this out. Novo is powerfully simple business checking. And unlike the traditional banking model, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. I like that a lot. Instead of a one-size-fits-all approach, Novo is customized to your business 
to save you time and free up cash flow with seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign up for Novo free and join the community of over 150,000 fearless small businesses who found the customizable business checking solutions that admires their brave. And I like it so much, I'm going to repeat that again. No minimum balances, no transaction fees, no hidden fees, no ATM fees. That's really cool. No bank wire fees. That's amazing. So let's do this. Sign up for your free business checking account right now at novo.co slash Tony. Plus, Tony Dearso Show listeners get access to over $5,000 in perks and discounts. Go to novo.co slash T-O-N-Y to sign up for free. Novo.co slash Tony. Novo Platform Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings FA, member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Get your free account today and tell me how you like it. Novo.co slash Tony. You're listening to The Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Erso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Erso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is about nailing an interview with Danielle Grossman. And check out my Elite Entrepreneur interviews on Apple Podcasts or you can find everything back to day one at TonyDurso.com slash podcast. And now back to the chat with Danielle. Those are great points. And, you know, I have, as I mentioned earlier, I have my list of people that I like to watch. I like to watch their interviews. And when they bring on a guest, and sometimes the guest is just wearing a T-shirt, just a T-shirt or wrinkly T-shirt with, again, words or things on it. I don't think that that person is as serious at, or at, as professional as they could be to talk about whatever. And it it seems to me that they're not as serious in what they're going to talk about. And I believe, just as you're saying here, dress up. If you're serious about being interviewed or getting interviewed or doing the interview, you have to look a little bit more presentable and be professional for people to take you seriously. And of course, there are the exceptions to the rule. And we, we just happen to be speaking about this on another recent interview of mine. And that is for in-person, like when you go to a company and the CEO wears a sweatshirt or wears a hoodie or comes yeah. in sweat or gym clothes, this is the, this is the leader of the company. And, and, you, and you can tend to think that that person is not as serious while everyone else is in a suit and tie or what have you. So it really kind of sets the precedent. So again, if you're interviewing or you're being interviewed, take a look at the dress because it, again, it really shows and communicates to other people that you're very serious. Yes, I am in a polo, uh, which I think is very good. It's been my brand, I think, since all my shows for six years now I've been doing this, Daniel. There's always a polo in there. Polos are great because it's still like you're professional, but you're a little laid back, you know. It's a comfortable show. (laughs) And on that note, let's talk about preparing for the interview. There's so much to go into. What would you like to say on what we need to do to prepare for both sides? So interviewing someone and being interviewed. 
Now, preparing, I think, is one of the most important parts that a lot of people fail to do. And then it, in the end, doesn't end up looking very good. So as a journalist, when I was going into an interview every single day, I've interviewed celebrities, I've interviewed people on the street, business people, honestly, you can name it. I've probably interviewed them. You can tell who's done their research. So research is a huge part of an interview. You want to make sure that if you're the person doing the interview, you do enough research about that person. So you're confident to answer whatever question may come your way, or you can have a candid conversation about the person and you don't look like you don't know what you're talking about. But if you are being interviewed, it's also important to do the research about that reporter. So say you're talking to a reporter and you're doing an interview for an article or a TV interview, find out who they are, what their background is, stories they've done before, what their focus is, what they like to do and what they like to write about. So you're fully aware of how and what direction they're going to take. If you're someone is interviewing on social media or Zoom or whatever it may be, it's still important to do that research, even though you're not in person. A lot of people think now, because we're doing Zoom, a lot of these steps that we would take to do an in-person interview, they can bypass, but that's not the case. It's important to really be knowledgeable about everything you're talking about. Now, if you're being the person interviewed here, Tony, you have to really be confident with the content because if you don't know the answers to the questions, you're not going to look very good. So if there's data or information or questions that you're answered and you're just, you're not sure what the answer is, it doesn't make you look good. So always make sure you have those data points. My recommendation to people, if they are doing Zoom interviews, sticky notes are great to have on your computer and have numbers, may it be points so you don't forget, or if you are asked a question about it, that you make sure you look like you know what you're talking about because that's the whole point of the interview. So it's important to educate yourself, do tons of research about the person, and of course, do research about the topic because you're being interviewed for a reason. And another proactive point, you can go to the reporter or the person you're talking with and give them questions ahead of time, Tony. If you give them the questions one through 10, you already know what they're gonna ask you and you can prepare ahead of time, which is fantastic. Or you can go to the reporter or the person you're interviewing or podcast, a radio interview, whatever it may be, and you can ask them to give you questions ahead of time. So you both are prepared, you're not caught off guard, and you can talk confidently during the conversation. Great points again. And I really do like to, I really like to point on the talking points and the questions. Some of the people I interview want to just, be what do you call it more authentic or generic and just yeah just go anywhere which is fine and i interviewed someone just recently and before we did the interview we just went off the cuff for about 15 20 minutes just talking about all sorts of things not on the topic matter of what we interviewed now if i did that live my audience would be listening to all sorts of banter and while it can sound interesting that's not why they showed up. So I love to have talking points and questions so that I can make sure I stay focused on the key things for my audience. Because right now I could be speaking to you about the weather in the, in the East Coast and Chicago and all sorts of things. And it may be interesting to you and I, but it's not necessarily why the audience showed up. So it really does help keep me as the interviewer on point. So I just wanted to bring that up for anyone out there that's interviewing, you, you know, I, and I, and I do interviews that are off the cuff and the interviewer doesn't want any questions or talking points, but I have 
just like you say, my sticky notes in a way, I know what I want to focus on. Otherwise, we'll be talking about coffee and martial mm-hmm. arts or something that is of is of our interest, but not necessarily to everyone else. But we can talk about coffee as well yeah. and martial arts, no problem. Yeah. And you know, Tony, a lot of people, their time is precious. So it's important to get to the point, especially like this interview here, when a lot of people go to podcasts to retain knowledge and learn something. So a lot of people don't have a lot of time and they want to make sure they get that information in the time that they have. And on that as well, there are certain things that we should expect from the reporter, especially when we're being interviewed. And as you're the the expert here, what can we expect from you, the reporter, when we're being interviewed? So if a business owner, entrepreneur, whoever it may be, is getting an opportunity to be on television or be featured in an article, you want to make sure you know whether or not you're live or whether or not you're recorded or whether or not it's a written article. Those differentiate and will make a big difference because if you're live, obviously you have to be on your A game and you can't say, hmm, what if you want to practice and make sure you sound good and you look good because the reporter is not going to take their time. They're going to continually ask you the questions and go through with that interview. But if it's not live, you can obviously take a step back. The reporter will work with you. The person you're talking to, they'll give you a little leeway if you need time to think for a second to answer a question, which makes a big difference, especially if you're doing, you know, an interview with a big organization, like a news organization. But you also have to remember that reporters sometimes can be relentless, Tony. You know, they are they have an agenda. So you have to really make sure you know what the story is, what you're getting yourself into. And if you are asked uncomfortable questions, you can say you don't want to answer them. That's okay. You don't have to make yourself, you know, feel uncomfortable in those situations. It's okay to back down. And remember also, if it is a recorded interview, not a live interview, You can say this is off the record if you want to talk about something with them that they shouldn't include in their article. So it's important to remember those things. And when you're doing a live interview, you have to just be aware that the reporter might ask you questions that you didn't prepare for, like we were talking about earlier, right? But that's just because you're having a conversation and it might come up in their mind. So don't think that they're catching you off guard or something like that. But it is okay to tell them ahead of time, there might be a few things I don't want to talk about. And those are off limits. And that is the more communication, the Tony, the better. And the better it's going to go. So if there's something we don't want to talk about, we should bring that up to the reporter. And again, here's the talking points of what I'd like to focus on. Now, from the flip side, the reporter wants wants a big story, wants lots of listeners or readers to hear that reporter. And a time can go into controversy or things perhaps that the reporter shouldn't. How do you deal with that if the reporter, you're live or you're being recorded, you're no longer off camera. You can't say, I don't want to talk about this. What can you do if if you kind of almost get backed into a corner perhaps and you don't want to go there? So it really depends on the interview and what the subject line is. Number one, we know, Tony, don't talk about politics. If it's not part of the story, we don't want those controversial topics being brought up. But if you are caught off guard, like we said, and you don't know what to say, you can mention something else in relation to that without backing yourself into a corner or making yourself look bad. So you can revert to a comment that you made previously in the interview and just reiterate something you said without saying anything new. So it's important. You don't want to put yourself in a bad light. You don't want to say anything that makes your company or your brand look bad. So it's better to just not answer or repeat yourself than to say something you're not comfortable with. 
And you know, I catch that when I listen and or watch interviews where the person is asked a question and they wind up repeating something that they've said earlier. And I'm thinking to myself, that person doesn't want to go there mm-hmm. now. And that's a signal the reporter understands that, oh, this person's repeating. I mean, you've run into this, the person's repeating themselves. You, you realize that that's not a, that that is an area that you shouldn't go further into. Exactly. And I think that's a good tactic. And unfortunately, it does happen. So it really depends on what the topic is. Usually, if you're an entrepreneur or business owner and it's a lighthearted story, you won't have those issues. But if it's a little more hard hitting, something more controversial, and you know it's a possibility, there's also a way that you could ask ahead of time and be like, are you going to bring up these topics? And they say, maybe, then make sure you are prepared with an answer, kind of like a rebuttal. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about nailing an interview with Danielle Grossman. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. It's hard to imagine, but spring is almost here. We're so close to feeling that soft grass under our feet. But first... We need to get our lawn back. We're in a new house and the lawn really needs some love. Thankfully, Sunday gets your lawn growing and helps to keep it healthy all season long. Yes, you heard that right. That's Sunday. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn. And with ingredients like seaweed, iron, and molasses... You can feel good with kids and pets being around. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They then use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it. Just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. It takes less than 15 minutes. Best of all, this stuff really works. So let's do this. And Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129 and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash D-U-R-S-O-2-0. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash D-U-R-S-O-2-0. I'll spell that G-E-T. S-U-N-D-A-Y dot com slash D-U-R-S-O two zero. Try it today and tell me how you like it. Get Sunday.com slash D-U-R-S-O 20. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with special VIP guests. Now back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is about nailing an interview with Danielle Grossman. Say, would you help us grow to help all entrepreneurs and small businesses the world over? If you can drop a kind review for our podcast on Apple, that would be wonderful. Simply go to Apple Podcasts using any Apple device and search for Tony D-U-R-S-O. Make sure the Tony D'Urso Show shows up in the search and click it. If needed, click the link that says, Listen on Apple Podcasts. Once that opens, scroll down and click on Ratings and Reviews, and then write a review. I thank you kindly. And now back to the chat with Danielle. 
And while we've talked a little bit about all these on interviewing, if there are any other do's and don'ts that you can think of that you'd like to address, perhaps there's some more pointers that you could uh, bring up to us about this. Yeah. So when you are doing your interviews, Tony, you want to Zoom interviews, in-person interviews, whatever it may be. We want to make sure that you're making eye contact with the person you're talking to. We haven't talked about this yet, but people think because you're on Zoom, you know, most of us look at ourselves, right? When we're talking on the computer screen, but it's important to look into the camera. We forget that we have to look into the camera, which is eye contact with the person you're talking to. So you can occasionally look away. That's fine. But it's important to keep eye contact, especially when you're doing an in-person interview, because the second you start looking around or moving your hands and arms, it just shows or looks like you're uninterested or you don't know what you're talking about. So you want to be confident, hold your own. And you have to make sure that you are keeping your hands under control. You're keeping eye contact and you look confident. So you're prepared for that interview. Posture is also very important. We want to make sure we sit up straight. You don't want to be slouched doing an interview. It also affects the way you talk and how you sound when you're doing your interview. You know, if you're slouched over, you don't talk as well. So you want to make sure you're sitting up straight or if you're standing in an interview, that's even more fantastic. But there are a lot of things you can do to make yourself look the best you can. And honestly, being confident, being prepared, getting raw. When you're doing interviews with the news, especially, Tony, if you have a news interview on television about an event you're doing or if you have an article coming out, journalists, reporters, anyone want raw sound. They want emotion. So you're more likely to get featured in the news. You're more likely to get an interview. You're more likely to get a quote in whatever it may be if you get emotional and raw because everyone has their own story, but it's where those moments come in that make you stand out from other people. So if you start talking about a story, something that impacted you that has to do with the story that left you or changed you for the future, changed your life forever, and you can talk about it emotionally, maybe even you start to tear up. Those are the moments that journalists live for. And that is what's going to be featured. So remember that if you do get an opportunity as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, or whatever it may be, it's a great time to just kind of dig a little deeper and let down your walls and be a little bit vulnerable. And I know it's hard for a lot of people to get vulnerable in the public eye. Social media is very difficult. A lot of people are judging us. But the moment you get vulnerable, that's how you stand apart from the person next to you. Because there are millions of entrepreneurs out there, Tony, who do the same thing. So you have to find a way that you are going to be the one noticed and you're the one that's going to stand out here. I've never really considered those about my show because they're all centered on the person and their claim to fame and why they're at the top of their category or very good at what they do and so forth. And I think that when in the terms of being vulnerable, that my guests would really bring that up at the beginning when they tell their life story, because usually there's some very vulnerable moments there. And then how they've gone past that. I'm just speaking from my own experience and my own shows, but I think that's very good. And another point that you've, you've mentioned and brought up that is so important, I wanted to accent it, is before I started doing interviews, when I watched people on interview and they're just looking over here or looking over there and talking, it, it didn't connect that they're looking at the camera or that they're not looking at the camera or they're looking at their guest or whatever. It's distracting. And it, again, it makes me think that the person is not as serious about whatever they're doing. And I don't, I'm not as interested because they're not looking at the camera, which means 
they're looking at me. So I wanted to accentuate that and bring that up for those that are doing interviews. Make sure you do that. There's some great points brought here by Danielle. And make a note, these 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 are what are going to help you excel because, yeah, you can learn it all yourself, but this is to speed that up so that your interviews are very good. On that, we mentioned about this, there's different mediums. There's We can get in, uh, written up in, in a newspaper or a magazine. We can, there's a podcast. There's video. There's different mediums. And I'm curious from your experience, are there any particular ones that might be better or get better exposure or better engagement than the other? What's your take on that? Yeah. So a lot of people don't really know about that topic, Tony. They think, you know, I want to be in a written article online because that's going to get the most eyeballs, or I want to be on a podcast because that's my forte. But I want entrepreneurs and business people to be open to everything because these days, everything is really going to help you leverage your business and grow in so many ways. Now, I want to give you insight to television. So a lot of people think local TV, you know, it's dying and not many people are watching TV. Well, these days, TV is adapting to technology. So if you get an interview on television, say it's a local station here in Tampa or whatever it may be, that particular interview is also going to be posted on their website. That particular interview is also going to be shared in their social media, their Twitter with, you know, 600,000 followers. So you have to remember that even though you're being interviewed in one particular medium, it cross-pollinates to so many different mediums. So your exposure just triples. So it's a fantastic opportunity. And that in particular is great, but podcasts do the same thing. You know, Tony, you have a podcast. We're doing a video right now. Everything is cross-pollinating in so many different ways. And people are posting on social media, via websites, and everywhere you can imagine. Online articles are also fantastic because it's written word. We know that it also helps boost businesses SEO, which is always fantastic. But the difference between going on a local TV station or going on a national TV station, a lot of businesses, or especially those who are maybe well-established or like, I don't want to waste my time with local TV. I just want to be on, you know, the Today Show or whatever it may be. I, I tell them not to limit themselves because a lot of these TV stations are owned by companies that own hundreds of affiliates across the country. And those affiliates across the country are taking those stories and airing them in their TV, TV sets or airing them uh, or sharing those on their websites. So you have no idea, but that one interview you did in Tampa, Florida might possibly air in a hundred different cities across the country. So people are not aware that these t- TV stations are owned by much larger companies that own multiple TV stations. And some of these local affiliates are owned by the networks. And at that point, the network might pick it up. So you don't really know who's owned by who, but that obviously business owners can go do their research online. It's all public knowledge, but it's important to realize that there's never a medium that you shouldn't consider because they're all fantastic in their own way, Tony. They all are conducted in a different way, but now with social media, everything is shared at such a quick speed that a small podcast interview can give you just as much exposure as a national TV interview, just depending on who it's reaching. All right. And with that, let's talk about getting on TV, getting on the good podcasts and how, how we can actually land some good interviews. So I currently work for Otter PR. We're a PR firm and this is what we do on a daily basis. You know, we get people in the news, we get them mentioned, we get them articles. 
Now, a lot of people can't afford PR services, which is totally fine. But so there's a way that you can be your own PR person. And I have leveraged this and, you know, shared my experience and knowledge with a lot of business owners who are not at that point. Maybe you're just starting, you're a startup, you've only been around for a few years, but you want some kind of media. My first piece of advice to anyone is to find some way to give back, find some way to impact your community. You always see those great things in the news, right, Tony? People giving back, fundraisers, events. So if there's a way that you can somehow be a part of one of those events or fundraisers in your community where you're making an impact or start your own, you can always start your own fundraiser or your own organization that gives back to something that's important to you. Maybe it has had an impact in your life that is just an extension of your business. Because when you're doing these interviews and you want to get on TV, they don't really care about your business. They don't care about your product. We care about the story. We care about the person. We care about the personal experience and why people want to hear your story. Just think about it. You would just get marketing services if that's the case, if you just want to sell your product. If you want PR, we want to sell the emotion. So it's important to dig deep and find out what your story is and how you can tell it that you say, hey, I think people would want to hear my story. I think this is pretty inspirational and how you can leverage that by yourself without hiring a PR firm. Obviously, PR firms, we have the connections and contacts and have developed those relationships with reporters like myself. Um, So we have a better chance at getting your story out there on the news. But you don't often see product placement in news, whether it's written articles, podcasts, unless it's paid, you know, that's marketing and advertising then. So that organic PR, Tony, is going to come from you digging deep and finding your story and getting yourself out there. And that can be as easy as sharing your story on social media. Go on TikTok, share your story about why you're so special or why you started this business and why you think it sets you apart from the person next to you. So it's always, a lot of people do have businesses, obviously, because they want to make money, but there has to be something else there. Everyone has a passion for something and there has to be a little bit of a story behind that, whether it's an impact you had by a teacher growing up or if it's an experience you had in your career path that changed who you are today or a family member, the list goes on and on. But I always tell people, you just have to ask yourself uncomfortable questions and again, get vulnerable. My takeaway on this is that if I can find something that I'm passionate about and I can connect that to what I do, now I have a story that can get public relations, can get in the media as opposed to marketing and advertising. So there is a very good point and a key for everyone to dig down deep. And what are you passionate about? You know? Yeah. How can you tie in coffee with your with your business? I'm just joking there. Well, but- you know, people, Tony, people buy people. They don't buy the product. Think about it. You know, you love the person behind the brand and you connect with them as an individual and look you're more likely to buy their product and be a part of their company than if they didn't have a story or it was just a random founder who just wanted to make some money. So that's another way to look at it from the outside looking in. Any other tips or do's and don'ts? This is great stuff. I'm eating it up and (laughs) we've covered a lot. And I'm just curious if there's anything else there on on that sticky note. (laughs) Yep. So one last thing I want to remind business owners and entrepreneurs who are most of the people listening today is that when you do get these opportunities, they are fantastic and it's really going to help your business, but be careful. Do not be salesy. 
This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about nailing an interview with Danielle Grossman. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body like it does mine. Whether you're an athlete or a podcaster like me, sitting at the desk for hours on end, just trying to make it through the day tension-free can be difficult. But guess what? I found the solution, and that's Theragun. And Theragun can help. That's Theragun. Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. You know, podcasting may seem like an easy thing, sitting and talking. However, sitting at the desk all day long, doing tasks, takes a toll on the body. Your muscles get fatigued and sore from staying in one position for hours on end. I experience this on a daily basis. And when I'm not at my desk, I'm working on our property, doing physical manual labor with my wife. That in itself taxes the body. Now, we've purchased many similar products, deep tissue treatment products in the past, but the main problem is they're not ergonomic and they require another person to use them on you because of their design, they're difficult to use, and they have many other issues. I've studied the Theragun and love this ergonomic design with the multi-way handle, which can be used on the body from different angles for deep tissue treatment to release tension from sitting all day or working on the property. I know this helps you rebound and recover right away so you can perform your tasks with ease. Mine is coming in the mail any day now and I can't wait to use it. And Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharpanova, hundreds of thousands of customers, and me. So let's do this. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $190. Go to therabody.com slash Tony right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash Tony. Therabody.com slash Tony. And I'll spell that T-H-E-R-A-B-O-D-Y dot com slash T-O-N-Y. Try it today and tell me how you like it. Therabody.com slash Tony. You're listening to the Tony D'Erso Show with special VIP guests. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Erso.com. Now back to Tony and his guest. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is about nailing an interview with Danielle Grossman. 
Say, if you podcast, let's get you more engagement on your episodes with thousands of visitors checking out your content. Would that be cool? Go to Tony, D-U-R-S-O, dot com slash grow and see how we can help you. That's Tony, D-U-R-S-O, dot com slash G-R-O-W. And now back to the chat with Danielle. So like you do on this show, Tony, you talk to me as an individual. We're talking person to person. I know it's hard sometimes for you not to mention your business or not to mention the product you're selling. But like I said, the more vulnerable and personal you get and less salesy, the better off you are. You have better chances at actually getting those interviews and having them actually air. Because sometimes they get cut or sometimes if an interview, interview does not go well, it's possible that it won't get featured. So we just have to kind of separate ourselves as business owners and entrepreneurs and storytellers. It really seems to me that we need a PR person like you. And the company that uh, she works for, again, is Otter PR, O-T-T-E-R-P-R. I think it's otterpr.com. We need a PR person to help take us and mold us because there's, I think there's only so much we can do. We literally cannot do everything. We need somebody to do something, whether it's edit the show or video the show or broadcast the show or market the show or whatever, or for our products, make our product, help our service. There's not one person that can do everything all by themselves because it's just, you need people. To go to the next level, we need a PR person, I think, when we're ready, because it's a big step and it can get a lot of notoriety. And I think on the flip side is, are you ready for that? Yeah, exactly. It's hard, Tony. I mean, a lot of people sometimes dive into PR because they think that's what they need. And at that point in their career, they're not really known. They don't have much of their backstory developed yet. And it's difficult at that point in their career or their business or their startup or whatever it may be. But I think there's a time for everyone and to get PR help if that's what they need. But in the meantime, all businesses and entrepreneurs can be their own PR person in a good way. You know, you have to just be very careful what you post online, be very careful what kind of light you put yourself in. Obviously, today's day and age, we put a lot online. So, you know, a lot of people are digging up those old Twitter posts from 10 years ago when you said something bad about so-and-so. So it's important to just be aware of those things. And when you do need PR, which is a great asset to have when you are kind of growing as an entrepreneur, as a brand, as a thought leader, whatever it may be, to get you those really impactful opportunities to share your business. Danielle, we're always on the lookout for what helps bring us more success, helps take our business to the next level. And one of the things that I always like to find out about from our guests is if there are any habits or routines that have contributed to the success of them accomplishing their vision. You're extremely successful in what you do. We want to learn, are there any particular routines or habits that you can share with us that you feel are, are your mainstay to help you make your success? Let me tell you, Tony, I listen to a podcast every single day. I always try to learn something new from someone else. And it doesn't have to be particularly in my career path or genre if it's self-help, if it's something that's going to improve my productivity every day, or if it's from another business owner who's talking about a story like I talked to you about today, if I find different ways that I can use in my everyday life or in my career to make myself a better person, a better leader, and of course, more productive, it's always going to benefit me. And I always tell people, it's great to read books. Some people choose books 
I'm very busy. I have a young daughter. So I listen to a podcast on a walk or in a workout. And I always try to learn one new thing every single day. And whether that's in the morning or in the evening, I make sure I get it done. And it's your podcast or whoever's podcast it may be. But I think it's important. And we have so much at our fingertips these days. There's just so much information out there. You can become a multimillionaire with the help of google.com. So I always tell people there's always ways for you to improve and grow as an individual. Well said. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. My audience appreciates that. Yeah. And lastly, Danielle, are there any particular resources that you feel we should look into for us to really nail that interview and really be the best PR person that we can be ourselves until we move up to the next level? My first piece of advice for everyone, entrepreneurs, business owners, thought leaders, put Google alerts on for anything that may relate to you as a brand or who you are as a person. And if something comes about and you're like, oh, I can talk about that, or this is something that I am passionate about, reach out to your local news organizations, your local newspaper and say, hey, I can give you insight. I'm an expert on XYZ. It's really not that difficult. And it's important to pay attention to what's happening around you in your community, you know, to your family, nationally. Just be aware of culturally what's happening in the world today. And that's just going to help elevate your business. Because if you own a coffee shop and there's a shortage of coffee beans in Guatemala, which is affecting us here, you can go on the local news and talk about it as a coffee shop owner. So there's a way to leverage the free information we have on the internet and the news for any type of person, business owner, entrepreneur, thought leader, whatever it may be. Yeah. And I like the fact that we were able to bring coffee into this interview. <laughs> Love me a cup of cold brew coffee. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get one right now. Once again, we spoke with Danielle Grossman about nailing an interview, and she gave us such great tips and advice. Very, very important. You may have heard these words before. You may have heard some of these points, but I tell you from my experience as well as from hers, these are really excellent points. Get them in and you'll nail your next interview and all your interviews. And you can find her again at DanielleGrossman.com. Danielle, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I sincerely appreciated it. Of course. Thanks so much, Tony. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took her vision to reality. That was pretty cool, huh? We talked about nailing an interview with Danielle Grossman. And in no particular order, we talked about some great, great points to really make that interview the best, whether you're interviewing someone or someone's interviewing you. Well, we talked about the equipment that we need for audio and video. We talked about having a microphone. I think that's key no matter what. Whether you're being interviewed or someone is interviewing you, a separate microphone is just so important. We talked about the video camera. You need that for little calls and so forth. The video camera that's on your laptop or your computer is good. But if you're going to get into this Sit more seriously, I highly recommend a separate video camera. We talked about dressing for the interview, whether it's in person or on a Zoom call or what have you, or on a podcast call. And if you dress up a little bit, I think people take you more seriously. Yeah, you can show up in a t-shirt if that's perhaps fits the motif and the theme of the show. But otherwise, I think if you're serious and you show that you're serious a little bit, it really does help get more engagement and attention, right? And we talked about preparing for the interview, what to expect from the reporter. We talked about interviews, do's and don'ts. We covered a number of points. We talked about getting on all mediums such as audio shows, video shows, 
getting in print, getting on all the types that you can, while some may be more conducive to the product or service or the brand that you're pushing or want to talk about, you eventually want to get on all of them so that you can bring more audience and engage more audience from the different mediums to you. And it's really important. I started off audio only, and then I grew into video. So there is that natural progression. And I think that's something that you should take a good look at. And we talked about being your own PR person. And of course, you can hire a PR media company. You can hire Danielle and some of the others at Otter PR, and they'll really help you if you're ready for that. If that's the level that you need, they'll help take you up to the next level. And you have to be prepared for it because you can get a lot more exposure a lot quicker than you've ever thought. You just have to be ready for it. It may sound like a wish. It may sound easy. You have to get your story put together and really get ready for that because it can be scary for some. Sometimes the extreme notoriety doesn't do well with someone, but you have to be prepared for it. And while it all sounds like a dream, you have to start somewhere. And I say, get on interviews, get on podcasts, get on shows and start interviewing as well and bring up your brand or marketing or whatever you're the expert about. And there's so many points. There's so many things. I'm just touching lightly on the surface of some of the things that we've talked about. I think that wraps it up for now. And please remember supporting this show with a nice review. Go to Apple Podcasts, look up The Tony D'Urso Show, find my show, click on it, and follow the prompts to give a kind review. I would really, really appreciate that. And of course, most important, share this with some friends that you believe would help them because that's what friends are about. We help each other and your friends will appreciate your sharing this with them. All right. So use this to your success and let's help you move on your journey to success. Thanks. And remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 